Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of 2 Samuel. This is 2 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 13. Then a messenger came to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are with Absalom. David could kill giants, but he could not control his family. Anger, jealousy, and hatred filled the halls of the king's palace. David appears to be out of touch with his kids. He could rule a nation, but his lack of action at home created a dysfunctional environment that was unhealthy and destructive. In our verse today, Absalom is actively seeking to take over. He wins the heart of the people. That's the first step. He rallies the troop to his side. That's the second step. He marches into the city to take over, the final step. And then David has to flee. This is the first time since David became king that he runs. The capital is at risk. Absalom gives the order to kill his father, the king. And all of this is taking place among the people of God. And all of this is within a family. As the story unfolds, David's men engage Absalom's truth. A fierce battle takes place. Absalom is killed. The threat is over and peace returns. David is broken. So many mistakes. So many times he was neglectful. Maybe he was gone too much. Maybe he didn't want to deal with conflicts at home. His home was not a reflection of godliness. A great man with a terrible home. Now some lessons for us. First, unhappy homes produce unhappy people, and unhappy people produce unhappy homes. A home without guidance, instruction, rules, and authority is ripe for selfishness. When more than one selfish person surrounds the table, the climate becomes negative, ugly, and a battleground. Some have in their minds that what works in math works in a home. Two negatives will make a positive. That looks great on paper, but not in the family. Two negatives is all it takes for a declaration of war. The place to begin is with yourself. Then the role of parents, that's next. They set the tone for the family. If they are bitter, angry, and selfish, so will the rest of the family. Second, a lack of discipline leads to problems. One of David's sons raped David's daughter Tamar. Nothing was done. For two years, nothing was done. Absalom took matters into his own hand and killed Amnon. David remained silent. Absalom flees. Nothing from David. After a few years, he returns. He is in the same city as David, and they do not speak. Was David afraid? Did he not care? Maybe David should have sent Anon off to the battle of the Philistines before his passions got the best of him, but he didn't. Discipline is never fun. It's usually not easy, but unless there is some accountability and responsibility, problems will only worsen. Some parents would rather be their child's best friend than a parent. That's not the role you play. Parenting involves instructions, guidance, examples, and yes, even discipline. Third, portraying the, portraying the image of perfection denies reality and loses credibility. This is a stumbling point for many of us. We want our family to look normal like all other families in the church. We don't want others to know that we have issues and problems. So rather than seeking help, we put on masks. We pretend everything is great when really it's not. And when the truth comes out, and it usually always does come out, our image is shot. Instead, we need to see things as they really are. All families have issues. All families have problems. All families have struggles. They may not have them all at the same time, but sooner or later, they will. 
What you see for a couple of hours on Sunday often hides what happens behind the closed doors of the home. Concern more about image is something that elders and preachers often struggle with. Rather than getting help, they deny that anything is wrong. The marriage may be rocky, but the preacher would never let anyone know that. The kids are addicted or kicked out of school or sexually active and unmarried, and yet the image is what the family is concerned about. When these people are with Jesus is not essential. It's what everyone else is thinking about them. Keeping up the image becomes a priority. Living a lie is what they're doing. It would be more helpful to be truthful and to be honest. It would be more beneficial to put the cards on the table and seek the help of others. And the image of the preacher's family and the elder's family is something that no one else can live up to. The perfect darlings are rarely demons in school and in the community. The king had trouble at home. Was admitting that a sign of weakness? Is it for us? Is it a sign that we failed as parents? Maybe it's time for some honest talk. Maybe that honesty would help other people. Fourth, the failure to repair broken relationships can create a wound that will never heal. For some, there's no communication between siblings or parents and grown children. Words were said, choices were made, and now there's such a breach in a relationship that it will never be healed. I see this with David and Absalom. I see this with David and Annon. What a foundation of love, grace, and forgiveness, the separation becomes permanent. I've known some who did not even attend their own parents' funeral. No love lost, no feeling, simply nothing. David seems to have cried more after Absalom died than he ever did while his son was alive. Tears that were never seen, love that was never felt, lost tears. There's a lot of turmoil in families today. Problems do not work themselves out and problems do not go away. Ignore them and they'll grow and multiply. Deal with them as painful and as hard as that may be and some positive solutions can be found. The man who is after God's own heart, David, had a home that wasn't. What a shame. What a loss. May we learn and may we all do better. Thank you so much for listening.